You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. For this episode, we'll be talking about yes, close to the edge in the room. I have Rob. Yes, Adam. Yes, Ben. Yes, and John. Yes, close to the edge is the fifth studio album by English progressive rock band. Yes, released on the 13th of September 1972 on Atlantic Records. The producer was Eddie Offord, and yes, and the genre is progressive rock. And from All Music Review, Dave Thompson with 1971's Fragile having left yes pose quivering on the brink of what friend and foe acknowledge was the peak of the band's achievement, Close to the Edge was never going to be an easy album to make. Drummer Bill Buford was already shifting restlessly against John Anderson's increasingly mystifying lyricism while contemplating reports of the recording sessions depicted bandmate Rick Wakeman too as little more than an observer of the vast tapestry that Anderson, Steve Howe, and Chris Squire were creating. Comprised of just three tracks that represented the musical, lyrical, and sonic culmination of all that Yes had worked toward over the past five years. Close to the Edge would make the top five on both sides of the Atlantic, dispatch Yes on the longest tour of their career so far, and in, if hindsight beguiled, launch the band on a downward swing that only disintegrated rebuilding and savage change of direction would cure. The latter, however, was still to come. In 1972, Close to the Edge was a flawless masterpiece. All right, what do we think of Close to the Edge by Yes? It's a flawless masterpiece. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rob likes Prague? Wow. Wow, <laughs> That's a bold here. statement. Fuck this record blew me away. Absolutely blown away by that how much. good this record is. I'm going to make no, a no, I, I believe confession. That I do. I don't think I've ever heard Yes until I listened to this record. I'm pretty sure you've you heard, heard Roundabout, Roundabout or uh, On I, a Roundabout. Or, uh, I don't think I've ever heard them. Sunrise. <laughs> In or, and uh, Around the Lake. I know that Dagan, our, our friend and drummer, he there's one of their albums that he absolutely loves. And I, I was wondering if this is it or not. But like, um, anyway. I would say it's probably Fragile. I don't think I've ever heard this band. And... Like, I, I was aware of the name, and I knew that they were a prog group, and, like, that they had, like, keyboards. Oh, you know Owner of a Lonely Heart. Okay, that's them. Yeah. I know that song. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> not, not the best yes. The most commercial yes. It's still a yes. It's like a, it's got a bit of a Cars vibe, but, uh, you know, or, like, more like uh, Robert Palmer or something. Yeah, it, it's uh, but, uh, later, later yes. Yeah, but anyway, so, okay, that's, but that's the only thing I think I've actually heard. I've never sat down listening to an album. I, it was, I liked it. I, I mean, I, I need to like 
hear it more, maybe. It's hard to digest. Um, it's very hard man. to digest. But I didn't find it annoying. I felt like they changed over when the parts needed to change over. I don't know that it was super memorable in anything other than vibe. But, like, it was kind of a crazy thing to hear for the first time. And yeah. Like, because it's so <laughs> complicated. And, um, you know, it's just like Rush and Yes were two groups that I just never heard growing up. And and just never actually put the time in. So this was this was an interesting one for Man, me. Man, if you're kind of digging this, wait till we get into the Genesis aspect of. Uh, are we getting the Genesis? I'm sure. The we're Genesis. Genesis. But, but, but like Prog Genesis, like yeah. this this period of I Genesis. Yeah, I, I don't like love it inherently, but I also did not. I, I I enjoyed listening to it. Adam, before this project, I was in the exact same boat as you. I'd never I'd never listened to Yes. Uh, but this, this is the third Yes album we're doing. I thought uh, so. Yeah, and, I missed the others. And it's weird. It's just been like, like, just like inching into a hot tub. You know, uh-huh. like it, it takes it takes a bit. There's so like like Bert said. There's so much to digest. Yeah. Uh, for for the first two we covered, uh, the Yes album and Fragile, both of those had like the like the three listen rule for me. Like I listened to it the first time. And it was just alien to me. I, I didn't connect with it at all. I listened to it the second time, and I picked up some hooks. And I listened to it the third time, and I liked it. That was the case for the first two. This one for me, I, I'm, I'm at two and a half times. Like I, I had, I, I've listened to this album in its entirety twice, and I feel right about where I did when I had listened to the other two twice. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's, it's slightly more digested. I'm starting to hear a few hooks. There's definitely parts that are standing out that I like. I'm still in like partial digestion of this album, though. It's just so much to take in, and there's so many less things to hang your hat on, proverbially, than yeah. than the, the than the the first two albums of theirs that we covered. There's not a roundabout on this no, album. No, nope. there's no there's no like lyrical. I mean, there is a lyrical hook, but it comes like twelve minutes or so into the song. Yeah, you have the, to look at the pieces like, as having their parts. Yeah, so yeah. We, look at, we are straight up in Tarkus territory. Yeah, <laughs> but I need the cartoons, which is I actually wrote down like this makes a. Uh, uh, this makes Tarkus look like child's play. Like, it's so much, it's so much what, better done than what Emerson Lake and Palmer was doing with Tarkus. What like, made Tarkus for me though was the the visual element of it. You like you had the gatefold. You I had, did. I brought it in. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And, and, and when you're able to like like this song is about a a a, a pterodactyl that's also a jet fighter. Here's a picture of it. Here's a little description of it. I'm like that really helps me. Like, if I'm listening to Prague, it, it gives me something to like okay okay so this is about like a pterodactyl airplane i'm talking i'm talking strictly on uh like this is one song in four or five parts and the parts are very well defined in this and it's way catchier than what emerson lake and palmer was doing uh with tarkas Yes does have access to hooks yeah they, they they, they use them sparingly but when they give you a hook Oh my goodness! It's just like like a drink of cool water. Yeah, with the exception it's of so Roundabout, nice. I feel like this album, while there's a lot to digest, has some pretty tasty pieces that are easy to grab onto. Like, yeah, it's not an aggressive album where it's just like hammering you with musicianship or like 
Oh, but uh, it is. Well, no but, no, but, <laughs> no, but I'm saying is like it's not just doing the like look at me, oh, listen so to me. It's. Oh, I think what is that? I'm gonna show you. The, this is the inside of the gatefold. Oh, that oh, helps. Yes. Oh, that's all edge. The yeah. inside of the it's gatefold close to the edge of the world. A uh, water world, if you will. Yeah. Uh, beset on all sides by cliffs that are waterfalls. Misty. It's like a guitar player for you too. Yeah. So that. Does that make you feel better about the album yeah. now, Ben? I was going to say, Ben, are you on board now? You've seen that. Well, well you know, is is every song about just the proximity of you to this cliff? Uh, the first side is. <laughs> I was going to say every song, the uh, all three of them, probably. Well, hey, Tarkus gave me multiple cartoon monsters. Mm, yeah. There are no cartoon monsters on this as of yet. You could fill it in. You could get your own album. And just add the monsters. You oh need man, then. can you do that? See, yeah, yes. it's like a map. Picture. <laughs> yeah. You got to picture the gatefold as like the map, and you got to put the sea monsters to define hey, the edges of the. Known get your universe. static cling diplodonkus and stick it in there where you need to. I mean, illustrations of monsters make or break a prog album for me. I hate to say it. No, it's that, not that, a bad point. <laughs> totally fine. Like yeah. it, it, but the all, only all reason the... I picked up ELP in the first place is because I had the Giger like HR uh, yeah. Geiger. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was struck by uh, two things with this first record or this first song on the record. Uh, one is that the beginning of it, like once you get like about 30 seconds in, it sounds exactly like Battles. Um, if anyone is familiar with the band Battles, yeah, they, I, they, I they love That's this the guys fucking from uh, Don Caballero, right? And yeah. uh, the, the drummer from Helmet, I think. I never saw Battles, but I used to go see Don Caballero back in the day. Yeah, yeah, like, the, absolutely. The, the weird, like, just... Um, or Hella. Uh, yeah. yeah, Hella I saw a few times. Yeah. But once you get about ten minutes in... It, th- there's all those, like water dripping like sounds and everything. Talking about I get up, I get down. This is yeah. fucking uh, Mr. Bungle's uh, it, it, uh, Sweet Charity. Like the breakdown uh, of Sweet Charity yeah. is absolutely like influenced by this. I it, I've I'd never. Been... I definitely thought Mike Patton when I was listening to this, and he does like a kookier kind of like goofier version uh, and with a little darkness. Uh, of this kind of thing, but it's, it seems like there's a root there for sure. Like, I, I enjoyed some prog, and, like, I, I, I still do, but, like, this stuff is, like, the, this book is pushing me into deeper things that I didn't realize that bands I enjoyed were, like, straight fucking ripping off, man. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about anything. Like, I don't, I don't recall ever writing a song and being like, eh, we're just gonna go with this exact thing that they did in this song and no one will know. Like it, it I don't, it, it's making me kind of like sad <laughs> in a way. Like, um, I, I think California is one of my favorite records by, by anybody. Uh, and Bungle is, is, I think they're, they're, they're fantastic, but I just never would have expected them to be as, like, it turns out you liked yes there. the whole time. I, I, it turns <laughs> out that it was yes the whole time, guys. Yeah. Bungle think, was a gateway to yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I Stay.
People who like to think about the mathematical and like sonic elements of music are really attracted to bands like this. Like when I think about everyone I know who's ever talked to me about, yes, it's like there are always people that have that sort of mathematical approach to music where they're excited by a time signature change or they're excited by, but you hear, they're, they're the person who's like really listening, like, what is he doing? What is this person doing? They're going, bop, 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 bop. Bop. You know, like just and uh, uh, he, that it it me. Well, what I'm trying to say is, if you're really trying to get to the heart of what makes this kind of music appealing to to certain people, it's the details. It's all about the details. Whereas so much of music is broad strokes, where it's like, oh, I just like their voice, or oh, it's chill, or you know, what I mean, there's so many groups that people listen to, and they never really think about what the musicians are doing. They just think about what it feels like or sounds like. Prog music is is all about the little things that they're doing and the things that stick out that excite a certain type of listener. Yeah, I agree with I'll that. I agree with that. It's sort of, yeah. It's a different way of listening to music. And like... It's for- enjoying, I would say, enjoying sort of like chaos, cacophony, and like complete order at the same time. Yeah, a way of bringing together... Like, if you just think about a standard song, like think about just like a great, like Ray Charles song, there's only a couple elements happening, really. You know, you got your verse, bridge, chorus, and, you know, the chorus is going to be bigger. And that's kind of the gist of it. There might be an intro, an outro. There's just only a few parts, but these songs are sometimes a hundred parts. You know? Yeah, I mean, no, it's, no, it, it, it's, it's, like, it's actual orchestration. Like, it, it's. It's no longer it's like symphonic. Exactly. Like it, it, it's yeah. taking rock and roll as far as it can possibly go into like just, yeah, just uh, orchestration is the best thing I can come up with. I'm, I'm drunk. Um, but <laughs> we're, we're about to be 14 minutes and 16 seconds into this when the synthesizer comes in <laughs> and it's immediately back to battles and fucking amazing. Like the drummers are like, well, and I would make the argument that every, everything that, for some people, makes a re- a record like this is the exact reason why other people are like, nope. <laughs> you know, it's it's like the strength is the weakness with this kind of music. Huh. Yeah. What well, what I'm suggesting is that like many listeners just want that hook. They just want that chorus. They want right. to know what's happening in the song. They want the return. And they, they want, want they want a familiarity. Exactly. Yep. They want the return of the th- of the thing that excites them. Prague is not for the three minute pop song fan. Prague just, is not for the vibe. Right. So and. Yeah. That's what I think. Well, I don't know. I love that. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Really? I'm yeah. vibing real hard right you, there, now. There's a vibe. You're vibing? In, well, oh, there's a vibe yeah. that can be brought back. Like, parts I think two it's and all four. Have you ever listened to Aphex Twin? Because that is super proggy, oh, and it's very vibey. Yeah. I guess it's just not my vibe. Okay. I can't wait till we get the fucking the Richard yeah, B. James yeah, record. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now, I, 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 I appreciate the musicianship that's going on here. And I also appreciate that, especially, yes, as a, 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 considering the prog albums we covered, yes, will throw, like, a guy like me that likes a, a musical hook that you can uh, hang your hat on, yes, will throw you that bone. Like, they'll, they'll, like, they'll get way out there, and then they'll, they'll present you the hook. Like, here's your zero, you know, kind of. Uh, and I do appreciate that about him. Bill Bruford hated this. <laughs> He did. Hated this. He hated everything you just said. 
But it doesn't vibe like, say, you know, Electric Warrior vibes. No. No, no, no of course not. No. But That's what I mean when I say, like, no, this doesn't a make vibe. Me, this, this doesn't make my hips swivel at all, <laughs> but it makes my head bob because it's about... Vibe is I'm, a very I'm, I'm general, counting with my yeah. with my head. Vibe is such a general term, but I, I would argue that like vibe music is the kind of music that you can like totally tune out to, but still enjoy. And that's all I think that means. Like like for example, um, something a record that we've listened to on this podcast would be like uh, the Flame and Groovies. Like I vibe to that shit all the time, and then like I've probably listened to that record like five hundred times. I really don't know that many of the words or even the parts, but when the song comes up, I'm like, oh yeah. It's just, to me, that's such vibe music because it's got this like, hmm. it's got such a defined personality. Like their sound is, I, I think vibe is about like having a sound that you're just like, cool, yeah, I'll put this on. I'm just going to chill with it. And you don't have to be like super involved. You don't have to be singing along. You don't have to be waiting for the big moment. You just kind of just that's end the scene. it. Yeah, it's just like, like, I mean, I would say that the Superfly record we did is is like yeah. pure vibe. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, sure. I don't know. I think, but I think this has its own style because it's it's not abrasive. It's it's like big and it's orchestral and it's dramatic, but it's not like so in your face that it you can't just have it doesn't come off as pretentious, which it a doesn't. lot of times... Uh, I'm stunned that it doesn't come off as pretentious. Let's talk about that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? Is it, Why? Why is this is not it pretentious? Is it John Anderson? Is it because is it of the British? vocals? I don't know. Like, for, for me, like, for me, I, I, I'm not huge into prog, but I have ended up enjoying every Yes album that we've covered. For me, it kind of like... What brings me back into a song, when a song's starting to lose me, what brings me back in is almost always John Anderson's vocals. Mm -hmm. Like, they're, they're very poppy. They're pop-friendly. And it has the... It, he, it has, like, doubled vocals, right? Yeah. It it's has just, the it's multiple thick vocals. and rich and clear. Yeah. And he sings a melody. Yeah. You know? He sings those... He sings a hook. I was going to say, he sings the hooks... So that close to the edge, down by the river. So that that's the, what I remember. The band from that doesn't song. necessarily have to play those hooks. He's singing over that and give it, presenting you with a melody while the drummer is doing like nine sixteen or whatever they're they're doing at that time. Right, he's like, the lighthouse in the fog. Yeah, like what's my takeaway sure. from Fragile? In and around the lake, mountains come down from the sky and they stand up. Like that 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 that's my home base of Fragile. You know, like. I think that John Anderson's vocals are really my touchstone to like, give me access to the rest of what Yes is doing. John Anderson's vocals yeah. towards the end of this record are just him being like two syllable things as hits that the drummer's following while everyone else is fucking like someone's playing in 12 and then everyone else is playing in fucking four. <laughs> like it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> fucking polyrhythmic. <laughs> Awesome shit. He's talking about Siberian Katru. I am, yeah. um, but we're just starting into and you and I right now. Yeah. Um, my my favorite thing is uh, a triangle hit every twelve. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. why not? <laughs> fun fun stuff. How, so I think this is the last yes record that we will be doing. How do you how do you feel after? Do you think that's that's correct? That's, that's three, right? Three. Well, I didn't like the first good. one. I thought the third. I, I thought the first one was not nearly as. It good was as the very one. lacking. Yeah, it, it, I like the first one was my gateway. Uh, first one had mm. the. Uh, it, it was pre Wakeman yeah. and. W yeah, but that guy was playing all Hammond, and it was still dope. 
It was okay. Uh, I just felt like okay, fragile. Like I said, from it, a non-prog standpoint, it wasn't my yes. these albums. I think we could have just done with fragile, and mm-hmm. it would have. Yeah, it would. Know, it would have. The first you album in. had. Uh, first album had match on it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's that's huge. Well, it had uh, uh, see all good people. I feel like fragile. Uh, Trooper. Yeah, first one had see all good people. Was that that yeah, was on the first one? Right? That was on the first one. Yeah. I feel like I need that jam. Mm. But that's the thing is, yeah. we've had this question multiple times, like, does the song make the album? And I don't think See All Good People makes that album. It I, doesn't. I feel like Yes is but it's my fragile for the sort of, like, hits and and then this to, to see, like, where they could push it. And then after this, it's, like, all into, like... The stratosphere? The stratosphere. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's obscurity. Until they turn like, it back into, into pop? Yeah, for sure. I just, I just haven't heard that much Yes after this album usually, before pop. I feel like that's usually how prog bands go, is they have like an early, you know, um, amazing players, and they say, oh, we're so good at this, let's keep going, and then they just like get off on this complete tangent. Not like, Genesis, baby. I mean... <laughs> Not Genesis, baby. Mm. Rush definitely did it. Yeah, yeah. they did. <laughs> Remember keyboard Gen- rush? Genesis yeah. is kind of like, that's like a special circumstance. They had a, they had a... Uh, Before we man. go into reviews, Rob, uh, we were talking uh, rec- uh, a few minutes ago about S- uh, Siberian Katru. The fifteen eight motherfucker. <laughs> also, the guitar solo near the end. Uh, do you notice the, the the Doppler effect on the guitar solo? I didn't. It's dude. It's, it's is, is it because he's playing while like going down the street very fast? <laughs> almost as cool. He's playing the, like it's not a Leslie or anything like that, but the st- a studio like an like an engineer assistant is standing in the middle of of the room. So the amps in the corner of the room. He's got the mic on a long leash, and he just swinging oh, it around like so a lasso. Awesome. And that's how they recorded the guitar that's solo. So fucking great! They give it that Doppler. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, indeed. Wow, 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 wow. wow. <laughs> oh my god, that is. That's gold. I love yes. <laughs> I fucking love yes. Um, no, yeah, I, 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 there is nothing wrong with this record. It, no, <laughs> hear me out. It is, it is hard prog. It is a, it is a thing you have to sit down and listen to. But it is only thirty eight minutes long, and for prog, that is like. I think the last Sun Pumps record came in pretty close to 38 minutes. Like, and I, I, I was proud about like how sparing like we were. This is a thing that you can like just eat your lunch, and then it's it, the record's done. And it, but when you've only got the three songs, I was so, but the, it, I was stunned when it was over because I was just like. I saw the first song come up. It was like, okay, almost 19 minutes. <laughs> I've entered the prog. Because this is my first prog record that I've done with you guys yeah. for this podcast. I thought like, okay, get your head ready. This album's going to be 90 minutes long or something. I mean, yeah. th- three- and then it was over. I was like, oh, 
That was great. Yeah, that was the right amount. Yeah, <laughs> three songs, nine parts, and then the third song. Like it's I, I, standard I think dose I, of prog. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, a- absolutely a plus. It's probably the best prog record I've ever heard. Wow. 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 So negative. Prositive. Prositive. I'll give it a positive. Uh, I, you know, I don't know that it's exactly my thing, but it doesn't have to be. And you know, the musicianship's there. The fact that they did this like. Bold, really tech. I, I, the thing that I keep going back to uh, as a musician is the idea of just memorizing this album in context with all your other songs and all the other things you have to memorize. Because, like most musicians, you kind of get away with, like, you're like, oh, how's this one go again? Ah, oh, right, right. And then, you know, you have repetition and you have, like, you know, chord structure versus, like, part-based stuff and this is just like i think the thing that really gets me as a musician is just like the practicing and the memorization required let alone the time that it would take to get this song to a finished place where like it's done and it's 19 minutes long like how that journey to finish whatever this is i i I find that to be very um it's a tough call to say when you're when it's ready and when it's done. And, Have you uh, ever tried to knit together a song to the point where it's 18 minutes long and never listenable? that long and uh, like and I have, listenable. I have done like <laughs> I have done these songs uh, that that we attempted to do that were like multiple parts that were very long and usually kind of due to just our opinion on that kind of song we abandon them usually. Um, Almost every time. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's a hard thing to do. Tastefully. You really have it's to a hard com- thing to do tastefully. We have to commit. You know, the commitment level is so intense. And so I'm impressed when it works. You know, I think usually they lose me. I thought this was pretty cool. So I, I, definitely a positive for me. And uh, a new a new thing that I'm, like, going to check out the other records that you guys listen to and kind of just... At least the one before it, man. Yeah, it, yeah. It fragile. Fragile yeah. rules, for sure. Yeah. And, Rob, you, you brought up this is hard prog. Yep. And I think that this is the first like hard prog that, I mean, I, mean, I would say Tarkus is pretty hard. Okay. Well, the first half but of Tarkus, the first half of oh, the Tarkus itself is a hard prog like concept. The back half of Tarkus was more a or shell. less like fair enough yeah. standards and stuff. So I, I definitely, I, I do not come from a prog background uh, that like, other than a few Yes songs and a few Rush songs, maybe Court of the Crimson King, this project that we're doing is kind of my first, like, full dive into Prague. The past two Yes albums I didn't like until three listens, and I'm only two listens into this one. And I'm right about at the same place where I was two listens into the other ones. I think that if I was to forecast... Like one more, one more listen of this. Okay. I, I think that I would absolutely. I think that I would be on the positive side of the spectrum, and I'm. I'm gonna go ahead with with their past history of albums we've covered. Okay. <laughs> but it is. It's it's hard prog, and there's not that. I I I like a place to be able to hang my hat. You know, mm-hmm. I like the hook. I like the chorus, and. And yes, is doing their best to give me hooks and choruses and. And I do appreciate that. Like, like, like we mentioned earlier, they, they go off on they go off the rails. They always bring it back. 
And I think that's really cool about Yes. I think that the, their albums, there's a lot to digest and it takes the time. And if you're willing to give them the time, it's very rewarding. And I'm willing to give this album a little bit more time. And I'm going to go ahead and forecast a positive. Okay. Bill Bruford okay. hates diatonic <laughs> music. You know who he was? So he quit. <laughs> he was replaced by uh, Alan White of the Plastic Ono Band. Fuck yeah, he was. Nice. <laughs> I mean, like like Rob said, I guess Bill Bruford wanted this to be less approachable, right? He wanted, yeah, yeah, he really did. So he, he's a jazz boy, right? And so this has jazz elements, but I feel like this is one of Yes's easier to get into albums. No, you don't have a big hit like Roundabout, but you've got hooks that are really pleasant, and they kind of have. Solid, strong song structure where they bring it back in towards the end of the song where you feel like you're getting a little bit lost. Um, There's parts, closure. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. I mean, There's it, solid closure on the songs. Bookends, if you will. Mm. 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 Simony. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so uh, parts two and four of Close to the Edge, part three of And You and I, more or less all of Siberian Katru. Uh, it's just, it's got a lot of interesting stuff going on. There's like funk elements. There's pop elements. There's bombast. There's fucking like almost show tunes in parts of it. It's... It's fucking great. Uh, I'm going to give it a positive. But yes, you have to be ready for it. Like, it's not something that you just throw on casually. Interesting. I... What do you think, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into yes. I'm into what they're doing. I just don't think that this is the maybe the album for me. Fragile was really good. I yeah, really, really did like Fragile. Um, I feel, feel like... At this point, I'm kind of with Ben. I'm at that place where I'm like, I'm not quite sure about this album as a as a whole. I do really, I enjoyed listening to it. I'll probably listen to it again. But at the same time, it's like, as an album, I'm like, just not quite there. So I would probably be like neutral just because I'm, I'm not quite in the... Uh, thumbs up territory. Every single fucking person is but. bopping their goddamn heads <laughs> to this last song, man. This is, but, this is a catchy part of this album. But at the where same, are we at right now? What, what 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 part of and you and I are we on? No, we're we're, we're passing. Oh, is this Siberian, Siberian Katu? Yeah. Yes. But it's it's good. It, it just doesn't have those sort of uh, certain elements that I I like, I guess, or certain tones and things that I I gravitate towards. It's not anything about their playing. They're technically masterful, but at the same time, it's just like uh, it's just like as a person on a personal level, I'm just gonna have to listen to it a couple more times to get, get there. I'm just not there yet, but it's very possible that in a next year, you, you and me will just be <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and, like... And listening to the album. Th- this past week, I've been waking up, like, around 5 in the morning and just walking three miles. <laughs> so I've been, like, putting the shit on and doing my walks. It's awesome. <laughs> you, know, you know what's going to happen is it's going to be that scene in the movie Role Models when Paul Rudd goes to see Rush. And basically, there's just this moment of, like, he's at the concert, he's like... Yeah, <laughs> like just this moment of clarity where it's like, I get it now. Like, yeah, uh, it's good. All right, next time we'll be talk- talking about Lou Reed Transformer. Oh no! All right, fucking hell! Oh wow! Can you turn this up?